Hey, what's up, guys? It's Owen. I'm coming at you from the comfort of my home. And it's awfully quiet because it's just me today. Um, I'm recording a supplementary episode because... Because... We had a lot of technical issues with the Batman episode, um, which has led to us deserting that episode, not really having enough time to record another one the day, which means that I'm going to do a supplementary episode. So... Let's take a little breather for a minute, sit back, relax, and talk about Beyond Good and Evil, the video game. The year is 2003. Keiko from Free Willy is dead. Return of the King is making you hold in a piss at the cinema for far too long. iTunes has just come out. That was pretty cool. Fuck, what else happened in the... What else happened in 2003? Um, uh, what fuck happened in 2003? Blink-182. <laughs> that's, that's the one other thing that happened in uh, 2003. But, oh, what's that? No. Beyond Good and Evil came out. If you haven't played Beyond Good and Evil, it is an Ubisoft game. I, I don't know if you can hear my guinea pigs just drinking water. They always intend on doing that when I'm fucking recording stuff. Hey, Bean! Hey, Bean! Bean! Stop! Sorry. Um, It's an action-adventure game. I have it on computer. I've been playing it a lot recently. Uh, developed by Ubisoft, same guy who did... Um, well, it was developed by the same guy, uh, Michael Ansel, who did Rayman as well. I don't know if you've played Rayman. It's one of my fucking all-time favorite games from PS1. That game is fucking dope. I love that game. So I remember I never played this. I never played Beyond Good and Evil a lot when it came out because it came out on PS2, but I didn't I didn't ever see it anywhere for PS2. I only ever saw it for Xbox. And um, pardon me. And then I saw a lot of advertisement in like. I used to go to, like, cinemas and stuff, and there used to be adverts for it years and years after it came out. There was, like, big posters that oh, clearly hadn't, like, got rid of it. Or am I thinking of Fable? I could be getting it mixed up with Fable. But I, needless to say, I didn't play it back in the day. I didn't even know the second one. Is the second one out? Which is a prequel? Beyond Good and Evil 2 is a prequel? Has it been released? It's not even been released. I thought it was released already. Oh, well, goddamn. Anyway. So I'd never played it. I loved Rayman. I didn't know it was made by the same people until I, until I started playing it as well. But this game is like, you know, back in the day, it, like, I can imagine for 2003, the game was incredible. You know, you've got games like Metal Gear and stuff that were, like, out or something before that even. And um, the mechanics on this game, <laughs> the storyline's fucking awesome. I'll talk about the storyline first. The bad thing about the storyline is it does not get set up properly at all. So the intro is just a load of random fucking noises to this game, um, like aliens talking and stuff, and I don't understand why. I don't understand. <laughs> it's like, yes, I understand that you're trying to set up that there's some sort of, uh, what's the word? Evil. I can't think of the word. Evil. Malignant. Malignant. No. Maleficent. No. There's just a, a you know, like some ne'er do wells, but like there's some sort of like alien creatures and uh it's it's not really set up properly because it's just a load of random fucking alien noises at the beginning i didn't skip anything i was sat here 
watching it like, oh, this is going to be cool. And then once the opening cinematic happened, I was like, what the fuck was that? I have no fucking idea what that was. Using the power of technology, I managed to pause and and watch the intro cutscene again. It kind of sets up the scene, being like, the Doms are attacking this peaceful mining planet. And um, and then it's like, we'll go to General Kex, uh, who protect the planet, whatever, right? Uh, <laughs> it's like, you know, making the speech like, we will dominate the Doms, and then he just cuts out. They they just like completely halfway through him talking, setting up what is going on. They just cut off his audio, and then it just goes to Jade, the main character, doing some like fucking tai chi on a cliff, and then the aliens attack, and then there's still like not really <laughs> any exposition whatsoever for the story. It's really really confusing. It it was one of those things that I was sat here like, okay, now I'm in the game, I guess. Like, there's no explanation as to what these aliens are, why they're attacking, or anything. It kind of just, like, <laughs> ends up happening. Like, you kind of figure it out along the way. It's really annoying. <laughs> so, what I came to understand, I kind of had to piece the story together. So, they live in this place called Hilles. It's literally just spelled like Hilles. Well, they call it Hilles, which is very Welsh. I'm from Hilles. You know? So, you play... This character called Jade. And it doesn't really say what she does. She lives at this lighthouse with this pig dude called Paige. And they, I guess, take in orphans. And they get attacked by aliens. That's how the game starts out, right? Um, and, like, some of the kids get taken away. But they don't set up why. Why it's happening. They're just getting, like, taken by these aliens called the Doms. Which is, you know, kinky. <laughs> kinky, kinky. I, I, yeah, it took me half the game to piece it all together. As to what the fuck was going on. And Jade is, like, this photographer. Apparently, she's supposed to be a martial artist as well. But, like, there's no, <laughs> there's no, there's no, like, explanation as to why or, like, how or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's that's how I felt when I started out. I was like, oh, okay. All right. It's something. Um, the photography that, well, apparently, she's supposed to be, like, a fucking investigative reporter journalist thing. But I don't understand she just takes photos of shit, right? As it goes on, like, it gets really good. Like, I, I did start to enjoy the storyline. It's very, um, you know, like, down with the fucking system, man. You end up joining a revolution. And, you know, it's really cool. Like, the music in it fucking fits perfect as well for, like, the whole feel. It's kind of like an action-y, noir-y kind of thing. Like, detective film. I like it a lot. It's really, really fucking cool. Um, I won't give too much of it away because if you want to play, but... Yeah, she ends up joining this resistance that goes against the uh, the the powers that be, the ne'er-do-wells, you know. But what really, like, I, you know, it's a really fun gameplay when it comes to, like, the, uh, the action hack-and-slashy style. You know, where you're fucking... With a fucking stick. And it's cool. And you can do a special move where it's just like, you know, fucking... You know, like, blast fucking uh, beams everywhere and stuff. That's kind of cool. I mean, like, once it, like, changes to sneak, like, you, there's a lot of stealth missions later on in the game, and it's like, fuck, man. Like, on the keyboard, like, you're having to, like, you can't toggle crouch or anything. You have to hold control down. And, like, fucking, like, it fucks your pinky so bad. <laughs> like, ow. 
of like having to do these missions over and over and over and over and over again because the ai is really fucking sensitive stuff like can see in you and stuff it, it fucking it's like holy shit but apart from that is really like it's a really fun game the storyline's really ni- like really nice really good it's a really really fucking in- engaging storyline and it's definitely worth a fucking play for that alone what it's not worth a fucking play for though oh shit i tell you now the fucking mechanics for like so <laughs> traveling from place to place so you get this hovercraft right which is basically like you know on water it starts out on water and that thing controls like fucking ass so when you come into like a a new location that's like let's say like the garage or whatever or like when you're parking up your hovercraft at home it'll go to like you know a static camera point and like the controls just completely flip around so like trying to be able to move your shit around is the most fucking infuriating thing in the world you end up like going like sideways and diagonal away from where you need to go and you're just like fucking why why do we have to change the controls midway through the fucking game and then there there are like some missions where you have to like when you're in your hovercraft if you want to get some like so you've got these things called pearls that you can get that like upgrade your um vehicle and you go to like looter's cavern which is one of the you get multiple of the looter's caverns and you gotta like do this basically car chase through obstacle course and those things are the most fucking infuriating thing because you can't turn in these fucking things at all either it just doesn't it doesn't work <laughs> turning in these hovercrafts doesn't fucking work and i don't know why they've designed it that way it's like oh yeah cool a racing game like star wars pod racer i fucking love that game cool no nah, not at all you're not fucking allowed to do that i mean it, you get it after like a couple of tries but i got fucking so infuriated like i was gonna punch a hole through my monitor it was so fucking difficult at some point and they expect you to do like races as well so there is races with like ai's um on like racetracks and they're not so bad but it's just kind of like you just it's not fun because like it controls so bad but then like later on you you manage to upgrade your fucking ship into like a spaceship kind of thing like it flies and you'd think that would make it easier but it doesn't it took me half an hour to figure out that you could actually drop the hop you could drop the hovercraft from like the flying part of it half an hour it's fucking stupid and, like, you're supposed to get these pearls to keep upgrading so you can go actually into space. And, um, like, even if you get, like, a pearl detector, you can't fucking, like, figure everything out. Like, you might get some hints, but, like, figuring it out yourself. Like, yeah, fair enough. You gotta use your fucking brain. But it's just, like, sometimes there's no guidance at all. And there's, like, this one pearl in the town that, like, it doesn't make any sense how to get there at all. And it really, it really gets my goat. It makes me want to fucking stab myself in the neck because i need it and i can't do it apart from that like it's really cool like they've got like save systems and stuff like um that's kind of integrated into the game where you have like these things called m discs and like you go to what you have to find a machine to say like you know it's like old school like find a place to save instead of just like being able to auto save and fucking just save wherever the fuck you want which is cool i kind of like that because it like it gives you a sense of accomplishment of oh right now i can finish right <laughs> you know i can actually stop playing now there are other things you can do in it as well like uh you do get like sidekicks so you start out with pages your sidekick and uh later on it goes once you become part of the resistance you get uh this dude called trip no is it no it's not triple h it's double h triple h is a wrestler and um like, that dude's really annoying. <laughs> like, so you're supposed to be, like, the top operative for the Resistance. And you end up saving him. And, like, he's had his mind, like, drained by these aliens. And um, 
So he's a bit annoying, but like he's 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 got so each of the sidekicks you get, they can help you out with say, uh, you can tell them to go push a button and stuff, and it really like you know like puzzle aspects of game, like you know in those action adventure games, there's there's always puzzle aspects, and um, yeah, it's pretty good. Sometimes it can be annoying because they get in the way and they they die really easily. So they start with like two hearts, you know, so um hardly any fucking health at all and you get these things called pa1s and they just give you an extra heart tank it doesn't they, you're supposed to be able to give them one and like you know if they're low on health they're like oh, i wish i could have a pa1 like that'd be really fucking cool it's like no dude i can't give you one because every time you pick up a pa1 or get a pa1 it automatically adds to your health if there's some other way to fucking sort that out please let me know because i haven't figured it because I haven't figured it out yet. I have I have no fucking clue on how how they do that. <laughs> there is there is no signifier as to how I can share that. And they die so easy sometimes. Because some of the enemies are really cheap and like they take a while to die. Um or they'll get like stuck under the floor and like attack you that way and it like just kills you or them and is really annoying. You have to do the fight again. That's pretty cool. Like, it's good, good little, um, you know, puzzling aspect. And you get this thing called the gyro disc launcher, which is like a, like a hand launcher. And you can be able to get, like, things from a distance. So that adds, like, an extra layer to it later on in the game. But it's pretty good. It's definitely worth a play if you haven't played it before. Apart from that, I just wanted to fill some space. You know, this is going to be a little short thing. You know, not even 15 minutes. Uh, but it's definitely worth a play if you haven't played it before. And they're going to be bringing out a live-action slash cgi you know detective pikachu style thing uh movie of it um netflix are doing it and lo and behold it is by the guy who did um detective pikachu rob letterman so that's gonna be cool i mean i think like a guillermo del toro one would be cool with like instead of like cgi shite they should have like actual you know some costumes and stuff that'd be pretty cool because the world's like filled with like different kind of like animal humans so you've got like the people who work on the um on the ship and stuff the upgrades they're like rhinos rhino people you got like walrus people you know page who's like a pig dude uh i'm pretty sure the shark people as well. yeah the shark people at the bar just like the, the world's fucking like pretty diverse you know a lot of different races going on so that'll look really cool uh in the movie i i've been looking forward to to seeing it you know uh oh yeah there is this other fucking before before that um there is there is this other aspect of the game which i fucking love i think it's like one of my favorite parts of it is because you know you take photos and stuff you you have this like side thing where if you, you see an animal you take pictures of it and send them to a data uh, like a science data center and it's really really fucking like <laughs> obsessive like I'm, I'm like addicted to every time i see like an animal i'm like have i got a photo of that already have i sent it and uh it's really cool it's like a little you know collector thing and there was one room where uh you get a picture of the mosquito from rayman which is which was the nice little uh nice little nod to ubisoft's other games and uh michael and or michael ansel's um other game which was really it was a nice little touch nice little easter egg you know i think that that room also had like another ubisoft easter egg there was like a head of a cow and a tank or something but i don't i, I don't think i'd seen that before but yeah, that's going to be it. I mean, this is just something to fill the space. You know, we needed to put something out. And I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I hope I've swayed you onto playing Beyond Good and Evil. Because it's definitely worth it. And, you know, 
there are some things that are kind of difficult to do with it, but you kind of look past it because like it is a very you know rich story game, and you know. Let me know what you think. Hit us up on Twitter, Car City Carpet. Let us know what you think uh, if you've played Beyond Good and Evil or if you gave a fuck about this supplementary episode. <laughs> it's, it, it is what it is, you know? Anyway, guys, I'll leave you with that. And for me, it's going to be a good night. A goodbye. Uh, and now, my friends, it is time to leave. You've listened to podcasts about 90s things. It will be sad to see you go, but we hope to see you again sometime in the future, possibly for the next episode. I sure do hope that bastard Joe doesn't turn up. That would suck. Goodbye.